scared right now. Holy <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> And on that throwback, it is time <laughs> to start the show. Welcome to Boozy Brunch. Uh, welcome back. Happy New Year. Happy 2020. We had a couple weeks off. Uh, that mm-hmm. clip was from this morning when we were reminiscing about our time on the ice back in June, all because of Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington? Wow. How many sips of your booze have you had? Jordan Bennington challenging Bieber uh, for goals on the ice. Mm-hmm. So Jordan Bennington said he would dye his hair platinum if Justin Bieber could score on him. And Justin Bieber said, hey, how about $10,000? If I score on you, you donate that to my favorite charity or a charity of my choice and we film it. And no response. It better be on. This is all for the All-Star game. Uh, We both know from personal experience, uh, skating on the ice is hard as hell. Yeah, I came up with my new catchphrase, holy fucking shit. (laughs) That, right, well, we tried to do our own gold challenge last year, uh, (laughs) mid-blues season. Speaking of holy fucking shit, I feel like we've buried the lead a little bit about, uh, if you've just joined the podcast, this is where, Stacey, you and I get to uh, look back and review uh, our week of shows. We are definitely uh, looser. Uh, The sensor button is non-existent. We get to use our sentence enhancers. And oftentimes there's adult beverages involved. Yeah, not this I forgot mine. I mean, that's how like not used to working I am. Well, not this- that this is actually work, but I'm not used to my schedule. I didn't bring my water bottle. I haven't used my coffee mug in 2020, and I forgot my booze. Well, right. This has been, and we sh- can't share because I'm sick. This has been a short week. Uh, we got back from our winter break yesterday, so we <clears throat> were uh, we missed a few podcasts. Obviously, we mm-hmm. missed two weeks of shows, and a lot of stuff happened. Most importantly, I want to get to the fact that you're engaged now. I know! So I, <laughs> uh, I guess we can just either put a cap, pin in, or return to the Bennington Bieber thing. Well, the main point of that whole thing was the gall that normal people have to think they can do what professional athletes have. The level that professional athletes are on, you can't comprehend, even if you're a pretty decent player who at whatever the, sport you're doing. Who was the super, was it Michael Jordan, who was the amazing basketball player and then tried baseball? Yes, that's right. And even he sucked at baseball, and he was a magnificent athlete. Well, there was a this thing went famous. A few, went famous went viral years ago. Oh, but Jonah, he went famous. There mm. was this uh, this player on the Celtics. He was this giant ginger, and he was like you know the sixth man or seventh man. He wasn't a starter, but he mm-hmm. he would play a decent amount of minutes. But he kind of became a, a joke because he seemed to be not that good because he never started. But he was kind of well known to the fact where quote everyday people were like whatever he's not that good he's just kind of lucky he's on the team i could take him on did he take them up on the challenge so it was actually a radio station in boston got it together and had people challenge this guy who wiped the fucking floor (laughs) with everybody like oh you think i look awkward when i'm d'ing up a alan iverson it was a while ago what's d'ing up dribbling no like getting set for your defense Oh. Dia, Dia, everyone, that's uh, defense time. You're clearly a sports Obviously, fan. Obviously, you're not a golfer. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, he looked a little awkward. Mm-hmm. And so everyone thought he was just a slouch that somehow wandered in wow. to the facility because he was 6'9", or however tall he was. So good embarrassed literally everyone. And like, listen, you don't have any fucking idea what it takes to be on this right. elite level. No idea. 
No idea. Nor do we. No. No. <laughs> On anything. I, I unfortunately feel that way many times, though. Like, I'll be watching, as we talked about this morning, like the Olympics, mm-hmm. telling athletes with pizza in my mouth on watching TV to try harder. Yeah. Or watching in the NFL show, like, what was it? Hard Knocks. It's like the inside the training camp of the NFL. Uh-huh. And when you're watching on your couch, like, why is he giving up after only 13 wind sprints? Don't you want this job? It's a million dollars. Meanwhile, I can't make it up one hill without taking a break. You can't make it up the stairs without getting winded. And I only say that accusatorily because I also cannot. Like, sometimes in the morning, I come up the stairs and by the third <sighs> flight of not full yeah, floors, by the way. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Am I really this out of shape? I take the stairs everywhere. It's not fair, though. We're going up the stairs in between 4 and 5 o'clock in the morning. Shit's yeah. different. Your body <laughs> is not... Ri- like, if you went up at 10 the in the morning... The altitude here in Missouri really... You have to get acclimated. To <laughs> we are all... <clears throat> I think the thing just skipped. All the way up on the second floor. Mm-hmm. All right, enough of that baloney. Yeah, that is baloney. Let's talk about Important. the fact that I'm engaged. Life events happened. To a magnificent person. Um, so we, as, as we said this morning, uh, we, we are both engaged to other people. Not to each other. Correct. That certainly happened in quick succession to the point where you had said, uh, because I had privately known you were thinking about proposing to your boyfriend, which is what you did. Yeah. That one of the small reasons that you said was kind of nagging on you as to why you shouldn't do it exactly now was because Amanda and I had just got engaged and I said, oh, you better not be serious. Right. But like, I feel like... So you and I have this really weird parallel timeline in our life. In and everything. like I've had this ring for Joe, my now fiance, Ooh. since September. So I was thinking about it since mm-hmm. before then. And I confided in you that I wanted to ask him and I confided even more. And this is like really airing the dirty laundry. But we weren't sure if we were going to stay here after the end of 2019. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were waiting to see if, if we were going to keep our job. There was some right. shuffling. We weren't sure if our contract building. was going to be renewed. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I confided in you, like, if we stay here, then I'm going to ask my boyfriend. And at that time, I didn't know that you were thinking of asking Amanda. Right. And so we, without knowing it, again, had this simultaneous timeline where we decided to get engaged this to all, other people. Ha- this all happened, I think, when we started dating other people. <laughs> well, because We're I- not together, in case, no. in case that needs to become clear. <laughs> <laughs> when we opened our relationship, things really started to blow up. No, right, because uh, well, I ca- we met in Northern California mm-hmm. when I applied Wait, for... Wait, who are you talking about? Me or your you girlfriend? And I, well, both. <laughs> you and I met when I applied for a job to be the co-host of a morning show. Wait, wait, quit being so humble. When you beat out like 400 other applicants... Who knew what was happening? I just applied. Right, but that's where we met, and then we uh, we started the morning show in California together, mm-hmm. and that was back in 2012. Then... Oh my I, God, that was so long ago. It was a long time ago. Then I met... Amanda in like what 2013 2014 okay we start dating in August right you meet your boyfriend the very same year and start dating in October so that's I met three months. him October 29th and we started dating basically October 31st and we and Amanda and I started dating mid-August so right exact within three months of each other we yeah. started dating these people then the very next year I was like holy look at this I found a great uh deal on a Mexican vacation. Um, we're going to Mexico on vacation 
Two and I was later, like, holy like, cow. Well, it looks like uh, Joe and I, we are, we are also going to Mexico. All right, check number one. Check number two, your girlfriend Amanda tells my boyfriend Joe in February at a crab feed about this crazy airline deal that's happening. And then in what month was it? Like August? You told me on the air. It's like, oh, this is exciting. Stacy, Amanda found these tickets to Paris. These specific dates are hella low airfare. And you thought I was going to be like, oh my God, that's so amazing. And I was like, oh, cool. Good for you. Yeah, we got up the air. It's like, I don't know if you were going to be mad, so I didn't say it, but um, we actually did the same deal. What, when are you leaving? Are you the 12th through the 19th? We're the 13th through the 18th. Like, yeah. what the fuck? It was crazy. And then in Paris, which is a city of a million people. I believe up to three. Is it? Is it that it's much bigger? It's a big bigger? ass it's city. It's gigantic. Like the films are misleading. Hold on. What's the population of Paris, France? In 2019, the population of Paris was 2,140,500. All right. Hey, yeah, that was the last difference? year. So now we there's tied. probably like three more. Um, so, we're in this city of over 2 million people. 2.1, I believe. We're in the Louvre, which is like 600,000 so square feet per wing, of which there are three. And I hear, Stacy! And I'm like, what? And I turn around, and there's Amanda running toward me. She jetted. We were just looking at a statue, and all of a sudden, she's gone. I was like, where the fuck is she going? <laughs> And it's oh, I found so crowded. Two Americans. Yeah, and then three days later, again, no cell service. We wanted to hang out, but we weren't able to figure it out. I'm walking a, a completely different neighborhood that we had to like hike up this giant-ass hill to get to, and then I hear my name yelled, and it's your face. Yeah, I was like, that looks like Jonah. Jonah! <laughs> The parallels continued mm-hmm. when uh, we were going camping. Oh, my God. You were going to this place called Agate Beach, where Amanda's family has gone forever. And Joe wanted to take me to a place that he had been that was beautiful and he wanted to share with me called Patrick's Point. Same place. Same place. Same dates. Same dates. We were five <laughs> campsites away without knowing it. So uh, so weird. We, and we don't plan this. No. So we just so happen to by accident do everything together this is great for our like professional life though yes it helps and then so this is the latest thing to within a month of each other because we got engaged i think it was like the 6th or the 7th of december and you did it on the 24th of december correct i'm glad you guys did it first because you've been going out longer yeah you should have waited three months so the timing would have been exact no whatever Everyone Actually, loves a mid-March engagement. Joe was going to ask me in February. Fucking A, there you go. That would have been it, but I had to jump the gun because I love him so much. I couldn't wait. Sorry, love you too much, but that's what I wanted to get down to. We have been talking about it a little bit the last two days, which is the story of your proposal. Number one, it is unique because you asked him to marry you, and yeah. not many people do that. I, I'm glad that you are helping uh, make new, whatever they're called, trends. We're getting rid of old trends. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen um, the South Park episode based on my life, but the catchphrase is, whatever, whatever, I do what I want. <laughs> the only thing you have in common with Cartman. I also love cheesy poofs, though. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> right. So you, uh, you were going to ask him, and you yeah. did, but you said you were kind of, I mean... When I last saw you, mm-hmm. before we left for vacation, you said, I think, but I'm not sure. What was holding you back what was the last bit that you did that was keeping you from saying hell yes i'm gonna do it there are two things on the other side there are two things 
One is that I wasn't sure that he was ready because he had a rough, you know, he he went through a divorce and he I just wasn't sure that he would ever really want to be married again. Okay. You know, Um, and the other thing, even though I know him very well and he's super chill and really open about everything and he doesn't have any weird like toxic masculinity to the use men the do parlance this and the of ladies our do times. That. What are you doing giving that boy a Barbie? Right. Like, mm-hmm. he's not like that at all. Um, I didn't want to emasculate him. You know what I mean? Like, No, I, I do. I think it's one of the last vestiges of, like, traditional gender roles. Right. And I think a lot of it, too, is, like, women stereotypically are the ones who want to get married. So if you, if a woman asks a man, it almost can be framed in societal view of like, you're forcing him even more to get married. Like it's bad enough that the ladies has to nag us for 18 months before we relent to their lady wines and give them a ring. (laughs) Lady wines. She's put in her time. She dated me for three years. I owe it to her. I don't want you to do me any favors like that. So I didn't want to put any pressure on him and make him feel like, even if it was a small slice. And I don't think he would do this because he's super honest and he's like really emotionally together. But I didn't want to pressure him into it at all. Mm -hmm. Like, if he was ready, he would ask me. I mean, asking him is the ultimate. Pressure? Yeah. I know. So so you're saying that was the reason that you were still uh, batting it around? Yeah, because I, I didn't want to pressure him or make him feel like... So the thing is I that I, I was prepared if he said no, I wasn't going to break up or anything like that. Right, like, this isn't This isn't now or never. Right. Make the up your mind. Thing I've been waiting long enough. Was that I was going to take the bottle of Dom Perignon that I bought for the occasion and drink it myself. Yeah, that would have fucked up your Christmas pretty good. Well, I mean, I was... At least for the was, night. That was part of... No... I mean... Yes, you would have been sad. I would have been sad, and I would have been disappointed, and I would have been worried that he was worried about me, you know, and it would have put a damper on Christmas. I mean, is there any more ultimate rejection than saying no to a proposal? Yeah, Pretty, for sure. You could cheat. I like to... Yeah. And that's, that's worse, more so like, of a betrayal no, than, a, that's than true. a rejection. The rejection isn't of me it was it would have been of marriage right and is i feel way easier saying this stuff to you after he said yes <laughs> this would be the shittiest no. things to say can to you imagine you're like well let's just talk it out well it is the ultimate rejection if he says no sure i don't know you- how your heart will handle it <laughs> yeah i'm sure that you know in a rejected headspace my answer might be a lot different right now but right right so we were but on the- i really had considered the fact that he might say no and it was such a big part of it that's why I wasn't 100% sure one of the exciting things I thought was that you got to be in the traditionally male side of things of knowing that you were going to propose we talked about this uh, with Joe on our show this morning but it was like that's I think one of the weirdest things even when I would agree that women are ready for marriage first I think that they like no they are more serious about what they're looking for mm-hmm. earlier on. I we talked about this if more if it was completely equal if or if the tradition was women asking men to marry like that mm-hmm. is the tradition 
there would be so many more marriages and they would be so much quicker engagements because I do think the last year and a half of almost any relationship before you get engaged is the guy being like, uh, generally. But don't Whereas you, a woman I mean, would be like, I have to know. Let's just do it. So, see, is that the case though? Because, and I, I don't know. I don't know if this is real talk or if this is movie talk, but it seems to me that a lot of women want to be married or they are told that they need to be married right. so they're convinced of that fact exactly so it's yeah, not you can like, be an eligible bachelor or you can be a crone i wonder how much of it is really like this person is for sure the one for me and how much of it is this guy's really great and I need to be married by this age so force 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 without sure. doing it maliciously or purposefully. Yes, I th- uh, right, so I guess I would amend what I said to every other social construct still existing. Mhm. If women were the ones to ask men, relationship relationships would be 2 years before engaged. Done. There I wouldn't was... be such thing as a four and a half year relationship without an engagement. <laughs> I don't think. I think that I I think that Amanda and I are different than most in that I was not the type of girl who grew up dreaming of a wedding. Mm-hmm. I never wanted to get married. I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't think it was a good idea. And then once I started to realize that you don't have to do it in the traditional way, like you don't have to go to a church. and Yeah, even that fact. Oh, what? Even that fact made me open my mind to it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And I will say... That I have dodged a couple of bullets. And I've been like quasi engaged a couple of times. I was saying dodge a romantic bullet. <laughs> right? But the curtains oh, there. Yeah, there. Oh, we sorry. Go. Um, I'm sorry. I pulled from you my real life. this conversation. <laughs> Did yes, I taint I it? Don't even want to follow that path. Thanks. So, what I was saying was that. I think it's exciting that you got to be on the other side of knowing that you were going to pop the question. And he was the oblivious one. Because I was just looking at his face being like, you, you don't even know. You have no fucking idea. So you had the same. Right. We and, talked about and it I and it felt, helped me. It helped me appreciate the moments before. And I think we had maybe mentioned this on the last episode of this podcast when uh, we were kind of postmorteming my proposal to Amanda, which was right. That I, I mean, postmorteming, like reliving the magic. Yeah, okay. okay. Debriefing you. Okay. Okay. Amanda's so analytical. I feel like she would whatever the corporate whatever the corporate term for that is is probably what I should say. Mm. However, analyzing. After the the post nup uh the post prenuptial suggestion a- analytics. <laughs> Fantastic. It was right that I kind of felt bad for the for the other half of the relationship who didn't have this part because it's exciting. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. It's fun to have this like joy secret. Right. It is a Excuse joy me. secret. But then, I mean, it, depending on how it works out, it can kind of alter your whole day. I got the ring the morning of my proposal and I was like, I'm not holding on to this. I don't want to think about it being in the right. same house as her, but her not knowing or the anticipation or like telltale heart style. I'll just hear like the bling of a diamond in my ears the whole time. Like when you smile. Yes. That same ding. sound. Yes. Like when Joe Pesci shows his gold tooth in right. Home Alone. Exactly. <laughs> so I just did it real quick. You, however, had bought a ring back in September and you didn't even know his ring size. You went through all kinds of shit. I tried to measure his finger in his sleep when he came to visit 
I woke him up and then tried to distract him. And then um, I tried to put my fingers around his ring finger in like, what fashion would you say this is? Like, I, I... as if your fingers were the claw game. Yes. But you wanted them all to touch, which is the weirdest way to try and get a circumference. No, I figured because, you just wrap your one finger in, in a circle. No, because then I can't recreate that. But if I know that around his finger are seven of my, it's my finger, it's my five fingers touching plus another thumb, like I know that that's how big the ring Even is. Even watching you... <laughs> do it while you said it. It makes no sense. It didn't work. Like the first time you told me, you're like, so his finger is seven of my fingers or rather. How the fuck do you get seven of your fingers on something? Because, because look, you don't even have I'm it on one hand. It. I'm good. I don't want to touch you because I'm sick, but well, I have been sick. I'm not like in the throes of it, but I'm getting over it. So I don't want to give you any germs. But what I'm saying is that if I touch all of my fingertips together around his ring finger, Right, as if the claw of the claw game is closing around right. the base of a finger. There's a gap left, and if I move my thumb over, it covers the gap. So now that's science right there. It is especially when rings digit science. Ring sizes vary per like two millimeters, and you're just eyeballing the way your thumb moves. It's true. Well, the, it didn't work. It didn't work. However, fate intervened, and the one you originally bought fit, although it was snug, but. Miss MacGyver came prepared. So the week before I went out to visit my boyfriend, I just decided 99% that I was going to do it. And so I ordered two backup rings in half size increments. Good idea. And I put the original ring Good on Good thing him. about man engagement rings, not as expensive as women engagement rings. These, you can just have some backups. Like, let me tell you the story about these. These were $25 rings. Score. And they're super nice. Like, you saw the ring. I would guess that that was a $100 ring easily. Um, but I got these rings, and they're, they're just fun rings. I don't expect him to actually wear it. It's just kind of like a temporary placeholder until we can find him a ring that he likes. I don't I didn't even know if he liked gold. I think like a or, single solitaire diamond and a nice regular mount. I mean a pave what guy would band. Yes. You sure have been doing some diamond research, sir. Too much. What carrot? Oh anyway. Um so um I got him these rings and I was like, these are temporary rings and then if they don't fit or if you don't want to wear it, you can put it in with your Dungeons and Dragons game and it can be like a ring of power or something. True love when the woman who asks the man to marry her <laughs> suggests any ill-fitting rings can be put in his Dungeons and Dragons collection. I mean, it's a good idea, right? Because then you can write it into your story like you have to wear the ring of power to make this magical thing in this game happen. It reminds me of the skit that SNL has done whenever there was an attractive actor or actress on the show, mm -hmm. which is her married to like a really like dorky, homely guy, like mm -hmm. who, you know, visually is totally, she's totally out of his league and the reporter just can't get over the fact that they're married. Mm -hmm. So it's always like Mrs. Smith and her roommate no with my husband your husband <laughs> and it turns out he has like a smurf collection and he's like how are you married well after the third time he finally said yes you <laughs> she wore me down that's funny so so what are you saying here though 
your dungeons. That I'm the troll. No, that your Dungeons and Dragons reference reference reminded me of the dork with the Smurf collection who was married to Jennifer Lopez. Okay, as in here, honey. If you're, I want to marry you so bad, but if this ring doesn't fit, just put it in your D and D collection. The great My thing point is, is that you love him unconditionally. I do, and he's not a dork. He's no, awesome. Well, and he, he is plays... absolutely a dork, but that doesn't mean. Oh, it. is he? That's not derogatory. If you are a dungeon master, you are a dork. <laughs> but he's so smart and fun, and I, like, I don't great use, with words. I don't think dork is a stories. pejorative. I don't think it's a bad thing to be a dork Me or neither. a nerd, both Me of neither. which he is. I mean, it's weird that we're a match because I'm in no way dorky at all. <laughs> I mean, things joke. are joining. You narrate every one of your daily actions with song, and he. <laughs> play, Going to get coffee because I love coffee. Put it in my stomach. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> that was a really good impression. <laughs> that is, without exaggeration, three out of five days a week when she leaves the studio to get coffee. <laughs> Go God. get coffee, <laughs> yummy, yummy coffee. <laughs> um, um, um. <laughs> oh, so if you're wondering what it's like in the studio with us in the morning, that's what it's like. Oh, yeah. okay. So I feel like this is, uh, we're jumping all around. However, this Jonah, is Jonah, Chris- you're really cool. Thanks for putting up with me. <laughs> oh, yes. I have no dark flaws whatsoever. Dark flaws. <laughs> no DFs. So on Christmas Eve, you went back to Northern California. You and your now fiance had a yearly tradition of going to a really cool, uh, like inn slash hotel on the bay in Bodega Bay. That was the time you were going to do it. But you went to a big dinner that took way longer than you thought, and you returned very late at night with stomach so full you couldn't even think romantic thoughts. Right. And but that was going to be that was D Day. That was you decided you were going to do it. I did it anyway. As I rubbed his belly ache, I asked him. <laughs> and if that isn't romance, what is? Right? And you said you got very nervous. I did get very nervous because I had thought about, you know, he might say no. And this yes or no, our rela- relationship is changing at this point. Either way, for Either sure. Way. Yes. So I did get nervous. It could be kind of, it would have been kind of funny, like down the road, like after you got married, like later, if he had said no. Where you could just always bring it up whenever you wanted to give him shit. Oh, like the time you said you wouldn't marry me. Uh, it would have been a fun thing to hold over him for the uh, rest of your life. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of that sort of thing. Fine. All right. Go on. Um, but it was a really cool suggestion. <laughs> I always do. It. Maybe that's why Amanda doesn't like it because we went on a date and then she moved back to her hometown for a year and I didn't see her for a year. Mm-hmm. So I always talk about. How she, she ghosted me and didn't even realize that she yeah. found me attractive for 12 months. You know what? I would like to do a sidebar here because that is a... Wait, what'd you say? She found you attractive for 12 months? No, she. it took her 12 months. Oh, the thing is that that is a very radio thing to do. And I've noticed it with radio people. Talk like, shit? No, find one thing and that is the thread forever. Like... We're on this radio page, okay? And there. Oh, this the the uh, the the secret Facebook page. Yeah, there's like, can I? Yeah, I mean, you can't find, you can't get to it or find it. So yeah, a radio uh, where people who are all on in the radio industry commiserate. Right, and someone put a phrase on there, and everybody jumped on it, and everybody went with the joke, nonstop, unreal unrelenting for fucking weeks and it's like it was 
It was so much. It was so much. So I know our it's old a very boss. very indirect way for me to tell me to shut up about my Amanda story. N- is it indirect? <laughs> Let me tell you a story about someone else. If you want to relate it to this exact situation, feel free. But I'm However. going to our old boss. Our old boss did the same thing. And um, the lady who was on a morning show who's also in this building did it one time. And this is really, this is a terribly You're gonna, yeah, you got, narrated story. You can't be dancing around. <laughs> like, there's one person, it needs to be... Jen Smith. Well, actually, there is a Jen Smith in this building, but she's not on the radio. Jen Jen Smith said, "Right, right okay, I understand what you're saying, and right, where I do not so want I d- to. I think it's a sense of humor of people in radio. I think it's a specific sense of humor. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, I just find it more like an inside joke mm. or like a running theme. Like I have. Well, w- she. I feel like she feels a little bad about it, and so every time you bring it up, it hurts her a little bit." Yeah, probably. And and so that that may be detrimental in the long run. Stuck with me now. <laughs> She's got the ring. Although I I have to say that it does help. Like in the, having the ring in those ways, just in the way of like for because you're like I love, sucka, yeah, you can't no, leave. No, no, no. Like I love her unconditionally, and so when mm-hmm. if I would like I I do have more of a shit talk personality or mm-hmm. like. Right, like ribbing someone if I feel close to them. Mm-hmm. I think there's a balance. But she takes exception a lot of the time because she takes it personally. And then mm-hmm. a lot of times I say, no, I don't I don't mean that you're a bad person because when you brush your teeth with the electric toothbrush, the little red light flashes because you press too hard on your gums and it flashes like a little Christmas light. And every mm-hmm. time I look at you, like, man, you're a hard gum toothbrusher. Right. True story. I don't, I'm not calling you a bad person. I love you no matter what. This is a funny thing that I think that you cannot figure out how hard to press down on your gums with your toothbrush. But she feels badly about it in some minute way. And so each time it's not funny, it's a little dig. But what I'm saying is for some reason now, the further explanation of, I want to be with you forever. Remember how we agreed to marry each other and love each That's enough to be like, oh, right. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So basically, I just have to wear her down is what I'm saying. So that's pretty romantic. Like her gums. <laughs> like her toothbrush <laughs> does to her mouth. My humor will wear her down till she bleeds. My brother has a sense of humor that is like, so he says something and it's funny and then he keeps saying it until it's annoying and then he keeps saying it until it's funny again. I am currently in the annoying stage of that with Amanda. It's been about a year. I'm hoping it gets ask. funny soon. I was going to ask. No, there's a, I somehow picked up this like weird Swedish accent. Yeah. When we said, when we used to eat these chicken fingers. Chicken fingers. So, you want to go eat some chicken fingers? <laughs> <laughs> so then <laughs> I'll just get her because she does, the only time she gets the context is with chicken check, check fingers. Yeah. So Amanda, <laughs> what do you want to go eat? <laughs> what? Chicken fingers. <laughs> See, that's funny. I, I know. <laughs> I, I think I've almost convinced her. So I think there's a difference between that sense of humor and the other sense of humor that you were talking about. Absolutely. But I, yes. But I secretly know they both annoy her. And for some reason, I enjoy that. <laughs> oh, she's in for a lifetime of fun. Lifetime. Don't forget, babe. She's way younger than me, too. Life. So <laughs> enjoy those extra years. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm checking out. <laughs> you have fun. So you're laying, uh, you're next to your future fiance yeah. in bed, rubbing his steak engorged tummy. Prime rib, please. What is the difference? Is it better? It's a special. It's, it's a specialty. Yeah. This, this like is the, who has prime rib all the time? I don't know. It's, I've never had prime rib. I don't. I I haven't had red meat in twenty years. You know what? I also haven't had red meat in a long time. Um, and prime rib is delicious, but I just can't bring myself to eat it. But it's really is good. Is it like super raw? Like rare? Well, you can get it that way. I don't. I don't. One of the grossest things I saw was like a eighteen wheeler truck, and like the whole oh. back was just like. A HD photo of a slice of of rare steak. Yeah, like, yeah this is forty That's too feet much for me. Of red glistening beef. No, thank you. You could have been anywhere and uttered that sentence. <laughs> forty feet, huh? So you decide. Mm-hmm. Your sentences start, and your hands feel funny. Yeah, I like. I've never had it happen before. I've had my hands kind of go cold before but this was just like the fingertips so from the tips of my fingers to my first knuckle just went ice cold oh, on you had a stroke before you on both hands Aww. i just got really nervous because it was about to change for real did you go, relationship did you go out of body at all like for when i i don't know if this has ever happened to you, for several of my like hard biggest conversations or hardest sentences or like or even just like i remember when i told amanda that i love her for the first time Mm -hmm. i almost got like the seeing us from above Mm -hmm. displacement thing i did not get that but i couldn't tell you what i said verbatim i could only give you the gist of it i can't remember a single thing i said to her yeah yeah i can give you the gist of it um i love you (laughs) <laughs> you're cool. You're, you're a neato person. I like it. I like the way you master your dungeons. Something like that. Um, yeah. He said yes. That's what I remember. And uh, he held out his hand because I held, was holding the ring. And he held out his hand. And I was like, wait, did you say yes? Like, I wasn't going to put the ring on if you yeah, didn't whoa, say whoa, yes. Yeah, you're not just getting a free <laughs> ring out of this conversation without giving me some feedback, motherfucker. Right, right. But I I also wondered, like, was I nervous and I missed it? I remember hovering and waiting. Like, I did not get, like, I took her hand in my hand and I had the ring. Well, first I opened the oh, box. Oh, that's a good plan. And held the hand and then some. I took it out. Or, see, I don't even remember if I took it out or I waited for her to say yes before I took it out of the box. But then I was like, eh, and then she said, yes, mm-hmm. put it on, asked her if she wanted to ask me. She said, yes, That's gave pretty her my cute. ring, put it on, which I forgot. Today's the first day I forgot my ring and it feels weird. My man engagement ring. I offered you my ring. That doesn't even, does that even fit on my pinky? I know you have bigger fingers than Amanda. No, it doesn't even go over my first knuckle on my pinky. <laughs> but it looks good. It's a gigantic blue topaz, and it shines like... It's almost as wide as my pinky, this stone. It's freaking big. It's huge. It's, it's like so, in a bird's nest basket. I've never owned anything like that piece of jewelry before, and what I've learned is that, although I love it and I wear it a lot, that's too big for me. It seems like a hummingbird egg. <laughs> like that is the correct size. Yeah. So congratulations, and then he said you kind of just beat him to the punch because he was looking at asking you, he said, as early as next month. 
Yeah, he was going to ask me when he comes to visit in February. You think that's, is it still on? Is he going to ask you next month? I hope so. And, oh, I hope if he gets you a ring, he doesn't tell you about it. Like, the way that a bride and groom don't see each other the, right. the night before a wedding. One of the, oddly, one of the only strict wedding, wedding traditions that I understand and think is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, go radio silent on the ring from now until then. Because I know you have see, have been shown a style you like. Right. And you know your ring size. Right. Go dark! Surprise her later! <sighs> Just my two cents. Maybe you could tell him to his phone. Tell him to his phone. And if you want a weird, creepy photographer, <laughs> I didn't get to live out that part of my proposal, so if I could do that as part of yours. I already did it, though. No, Are you not I'm, talking I'm, to I'm me? I'm telling it to his phone right now. Oh. Yes. I'm talking to texting. I'm sorry. I see. Okay. Hey, Siri, text Joe. <laughs> text cool guy Joe. He is That's what cool. He is he's, so, he's, like, he's so great. He's very lovely and nice and kind. Yeah. And fun. He makes everything better. He's a good sport. Mm-hmm. He's got a great sense of humor. He likes playing games. He's super fun. Everything's fun with him. Laughs a lot. Yeah. He giggles. He's yeah. a giggler. <laughs> I know. He's so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. So congratulations. Thank uh, you. The last two of these podcast episodes have been proposal. Rambling. No, oh. proposal rehashes mm. uh, because we can't seem to do things separately (laughs) so my wedding will probably be in like 18 months we're doing a long engagement okay so hands off june of 21 here's something that i want to say and i don't want you to think that i am saying it as a hint i never get offended if i'm not invited to a wedding because i know the pressure that goes into culling the, the guest list so if I'm not invited, that is totally fine. And I just want you to know that for real, it's fine. It's funny because you're on the list and we were talking about it, like who is coming and who can get a plus one and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, shit, we're making we're making people like if we do the wedding in New York, which we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. We're making people like spend money. Just to come to the wedding. But the only example I gave was you guys. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, man's like, you do realize that like all of my family, half of your friends <laughs> and half of your family are all traveling. But the only two people that you're worried about asking to spend money are Stacy and Joe. I was like, well, thanks, buddy. The only people I'm worried about putting out. Thanks. Well, everyone else could deal we with put it. Or out. Not co- we both do. Yeah, we can't call. If you ever hear a call with uh, Stacy and her fiance on the radio, when we get off the radio, that shit continues for 10 more minutes because they won't get off the phone and all they do is say sex jokes to each other. No, we well, do not. I'm just not. sitting right there. What do you mean we do not? Oh, was it yesterday? I prefer shooting blanks. <laughs> How is that a sex joke? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I just have a pure, innocent mind, and you have a dirty, dirty mind. Oh, so when I said shooting bullets and you said shooting blanks, you were completely different with that laugh, too. Yep. And three others. I'm sorry. Does it make you actually uncomfortable? Even what made it to air, the only time it makes me feel uncomfortable is when we talk to him with my headphones on. 
because that's I tell, a lot. As I said yesterday, mm-hmm. when it's going directly into my mm-hmm. canal. See, I switched from see? I switched from hole to canal. Like oh, it would be better. That's classy. Uh, <laughs> it's just for some reason worse. Uh, glory canal. Um, here's the thing. I'm episode gonna of the podcast. Glory on- canal. <laughs> Let you know a little secret. Oh no! Um, you know how usually I don't have a mean streak sense of humor. Uh huh. I do stuff because it bothers you sometimes. What? <laughs> usually, huh? I mean, generally, I don't think you have to be mean to be funny. That's not my sense of humor, and mean I don't and enjoy it. Just are two different things. And you're uh, one of them. <laughs> I know which one it is. What is that? I, didn't know. I know which one it is. La la la. Yum yum yum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, this has it's been time fun. for another two week break from happy, each other. <laughs> happy New Year. Happy New Year. Congratulations again. We're both very Thank happy you. for you. I'm very happy for you guys too. You two are so fucking cute. You and Amanda are so cute together. I'm like super excited that you have found one another. Thank you. Mm-hmm.